I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist, baby. Marcus. Marcus. And it's the last podcast of the year. Last podcast of the decade. Last really. podcast. I mean, <laughs> hey, we, we've gone we've gone strong this decade, to be honest. It's true. Um, we have since we started this podcast uh, early on in the decade, if you will. Um, we have never missed a single episode. We've never missed a nope. week of recording. Ever. We've never put them out late for any weird reasons that might just deal with you know laziness or being late. Nothing. We've right. never done any of that. We've always delivered what it can only be described as a five-star episode. Oh, yeah. Top quality. Top shelf, folks. Exactly. And within the last months or so, we added a whole new host, and it's gone. it's been gangbusters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our new host has really added a lot of energy to the podcast. I, yes. I try, guys. I try. I try to keep the moisture strong. levels up. You know, oof. <laughs> bring that fire. Well, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, the decade's ending, and it seems to be what everyone's talking about. It's like, you know, what happened in the decade, how things changed, what's going on. I mean, I, I don't think quite a... I think a lot of shit's changed throughout this decade. The Nazis are back. Yeah, they let the Nazis back. <laughs> Not a good change. You know the guy who Not- invented Ikea as a Nazi? Really? I found that out. I was watching this documentary on Netflix called Broken, and they had this thing about, like, furniture and how, like... I think IKEA they like buy trees from like illegal Romanian like deforestation places, and they're like, yeah, they also came under fire because their their original owner was a, a Nazi. He like apparently went to Nazi. Like they they made it. They tried so hard not to say he was a Nazi. They like, oh, he attended Nazi meetings. He 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 was friends with lots of Nazis. He hung out with lots of Nazis. Um, but yeah, so apparently the guy who invented IKEA was a Nazi. And uh, so now whenever somebody talks about buying something from Ikea, I'm like, oh, you're buying it from a dead Nazi. He's dead now, by the way. Oh, thank um, yeah, goodness. So you, yeah. yeah so b- before you finish that sentence, I thought you were going to say he went to Nazi school, <laughs> which, boy, that's a, that's that, pretty anime, right? That's, that's already our, exists no, 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 no. That's our film script. Cut oh, this out of the podcast. Oh, we are making this into our film. Oh, shit. Nazi, Nazi school. Yeah. School for Nazis. You know, you oh, get an A God. for Adolf. That's the that's the tagline. <laughs> oh, that's the tagline. Uh, but yeah, so that was interesting. You know that but yeah, oh, yeah, Nazis are back. I mean, mm-hmm. Don, a reality TV show host is our president. Yeah. Um, the environment is collapsing. God, remember, remember in 2010 how excited we all were about Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and now I mean, look at what's changed in just those 10 years. Remember in 2010, we weren't going, hey, where are all the bugs at? Mm. What happened to all the bugs? Like, 
that wasn't happening back then. Or you know, the bees. The bees were fine in 2010. Are, are there less bugs now? I still see plenty yeah. of bugs. Sixty percent of the bugs disappeared. Really? Do they all disappear Ooh. to my apartment? <laughs> because I've seen quite a few. No, nah, man, the bug biomass has declined by sixty wow. percent. I found insane. them. That's <laughs> let them out, Seth. Yeah, that's, that's gotta so save the weird. planet. I'm still seeing bugs. Seth opens up his his door from inside. Bugs are just all around him, like crawling all over him, falling out of the yeah. doors. A billion centipedes. It's like they're in here, guys. It's yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. They pay rent though, so I'm fine. Oh, they can fuck. stay here. Damn, you got the good ones. I got good bugs. They pay rent. So, yeah, uh, the past 10 years have not been great, I think. Yeah, we've gone into a bit of a uh, downward spiral into who knows what. Hopefully we can start digging ourselves out of in 2020, but uh, once again, that is only a hope at this point. God, man, ten, uh, 20, the 10 years, Star Wars is bad now. I know, mm. 10 years ago we didn't. We were like, oh, there's not going to be any more Star Wars movies ever, and then they made some. Uh, one was okay, one was really good, and then one is the worst movie ever, maybe. <laughs> yeah, ten years um, ago we were like, oh yeah, Star Wars is done, and now we're like, let Star Wars be done, please. Yeah, I mean, take it away from me. I don't want it anymore. But that, that merchandising, though, the lightsabers, that merchandising. the, the um, Stormtrooper helms. It's like a, it's like a like, the movie Pet Cemetery. it's like a guy, like, sometimes dead is better. It's like, yeah, that's how, you know, Timmy's been dead. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think after this the critical failure of um, Rise of Skywalker, I think that even even the cash cows over at Disney are gonna take a step back and think about what they need to do with Star Wars. Well, hold on is it is it doing well financially? It's doing well financially, but that has, lately that is actually not seen because like Last Jedi did well financially, but then they ended up fucking changing this whole movie because people people didn't like it, mm. even though it was a critical success. And this one's a critical failure that most people also don't like. So, I don't know. I, don't, I think they're... But I don't think it's doing financially as well as, like, Force Awakens did. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think... I think uh, They've already had public announced that they're taking a... They're going to take a break for a little bit besides The Mandalorian. And I'm pretty sure they're going to fire Kathleen Kennedy from being in charge of um, Star Wars. So, question. What, what makes this latest one bad? Okay, well, I'm sorry, we don't have six hours to talk right now, <laughs> but I'll say this, I'll say this, the movie spent uh, probably a good 70% of its runtime just trying to undo everything from The Last Jedi, the best Star Wars movie, what? made by an actual director, um, and- Hold on, we'll say, The Last Jedi is the best of the sequels. I, I mean, I, I think it's the best Star Wars movie. That's my opinion. Damn, I really, damn. I really love The Last Jedi. I think it's the best Star Wars movie. Um, and so it does that. And the, the the big thing is the the thing that I think me and Smith both liked the most from The Last Jedi. The one thing that really, really made the whole movie um, is the one thing that I was like, if they don't change this, then I will at least be positive about this movie. And they, the entire plot of the rise of skywalker is based on destroying that one thing from the last jedi so mm. and also they just fucking jump from place to place to place with the like the lamest excuses and MacGuffins and fetch quests for about two hours and then you're just supposed to like it and they bring palpatine back in the crawl they don't even give him time in the movie they didn't set it up in the last jedi obviously because that's not what anybody wanted 
Um, but it's all just done in the crawl, and she should just accept it, and it's over, and it's terrible, and it's really, really bad, and it made me actively upset and violent. <laughs> I, I went out, I punched a man. I was so mad. Um, Let's not forget that the opening crawl references, references an event that happened in fucking Fortnite. Fortnite. The video the game. The Emperor is talking shit on fucking Fortnite. Yeah, he gets on his headset. He, <laughs> you know, he gets his loadout. He's got like a shotgun and a sniper. And then he just get he just starts talking, and people are like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Because <laughs> people who people who play Fortnite, I mean, I don't know the complete demographics of Fortnite, but I'm sure a lot of them don't know who the fuck Emperor Palpatine really is. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what the point of all this. was. What was the point of Star Wars? What was it? We'll have to do an entire episode on Star. Well, a lot of people hate them, but I don't care. We should talk about it because yeah. boy, <laughs> they're just for a, us. You don't have to listen. Yeah, they're just for us. Just skip that episode. Don't don't click play. Just move yeah. on to the next one because we're gonna talk about Star Wars yeah. eventually. After Marcus gets his pirated uh, theater cam version <laughs> of the movie, <laughs> yeah. so, we up. can watch it. <laughs> I think that Marcus actually he's lying to us. The way he watches movies is he goes to the theater, but not inside. He has an elaborate system of mirrors set up that allows him to view the film from outside. Yeah, <laughs> he just he just divines the words they're saying. Through the, he still uh, pays for the ticket. <laughs> he still goes and pays for a ticket. What decides to do this? What are just Marcus these? sitting behind the movie theater with a periscope attached to his face, <laughs> yeah. somehow watching movies? What but, in the fuck are these insane plans you guys have laid out for me? <laughs> but I, I'll say this. It, if you don't want to just hear us say negative stuff, then I will give one positive recommendation, which is the movie Uncut Gems. Yes. Um, truly an incredible and incredible, uh, incredible and interesting work, piece of art made by the Safdie brothers. Um, and it, it's just not—it's not really a, a movie that is similar to a lot of things out there. It's—it's it's got its own visual style its own it's got its own way of um doing dialogue and doing like a diegetic sound and it just really puts you in the main character's head for two hours by the way the movie is like two and a half hours and i did not i could not tell i thought it was like i thought it was like an hour long at most but it was very it was like two hours long and it was so good so definitely if you have time and if it's playing in a theater near you go see uncut gems oh yeah um but yeah, it's so yeah, the Uncut Gems is a movie that I really enjoyed as well. I went and saw it with Seth, and the reason that it feels so short is that things never stop happening. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I mean, I can maybe in my head think of two moments in the whole movie where it gave you a second to breathe, and I mean a second. Mm-hmm. It was not very long either time. Pretty much, it's wild. Marcus, get out and see this thing, man. All right, I'm, I'll yeah, work Marcus. on it. Go find Un- your cam version. <laughs> um. Uncut. <laughs> oh my god, is Marcus oh. a Foley artist? He's like doing the big key sound. Oh yeah. You know what horrifies me, by the way? What? How many people watch entire movies on their cell phones? Yeah. Ooh. I remember back in the Halcyon days of 2007, uh, I was living with a guy, my first roommate, he watched the entire movie, I'm not kidding right now, the entire movie Good Luck Chuck on his cell phone at full volume, uh, and I just thought to myself, wow, that's insane. Or sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a phone, it was actually uh, an iPod video or whatever they were called, remember yeah. that, the ones that could play video? Yes. Yeah. 
And then I found out recently my my coworker who uh, used to talk about movies and stuff. Uh, she said that her husband watched the entirety of Game of Thrones on their cell phone. Why? Oh. Every they episode. Own a TV? <laughs> they own a TV. Then what's apparently, the? Apparently, it's in, the, it's in their living room, and they watch it in their bedroom because they have a child who's not allowed to watch Game of Thrones, obviously. But I'm like, and show me your phone. I'm like, you watch the entire show on this little ass screen. Mm. Okay, that's that's becoming normal now. Apparently. You have two options. Put a small TV in your bedroom, or get rid of the kid, my guy. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. easy options for you. Get him out of here. Yeah. yeah, I once watched the entirety of the Jim Carrey movie Cable Guy on an iPad Mini. Mm-hmm. And that is the most I've ever watched. I mean, I guess on airplanes I've watched full movies on my phone before. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm like, I can't do it. It just really, really bothers me if I have another option. Yeah, I don't like holding screens in my hand. That's the worst thing about the fucking plane is I'm having to hold my phone for like two or three hours. And I'm like, come on, give me a better system here. See, you got to get a better flight or plane, Seth, because my planes, they have little screens in the seats. Yeah, I've only ever had one flight like that. Because most of the times I take like shorter flights that are done by American Airlines where they just, you know, they put you in a box and give you a seatbelt. And that's (laughs) it. And they're like, oh, there's... You can watch movies on your phone or whatever. And I'm like, cool, thanks, but whatever. I had one flight that had the the in-seat thing, and I didn't have the headphones. Mm. And they didn't have any either. Wow. So I ended up watching a movie on my phone. Garbage. Yeah, I know, but... Flying. I've flown on planes four times in my life, and each time I spent it mostly hyperventilating. <laughs> yeah. One, you were not on very nice planes. And two, you are just scared of being anything higher than six feet off the ground. That is absolutely true. So, yeah. that's just... If I could be underground, I would actually prefer that. <laughs> Safety. <laughs> just completely safe in a cave somewhere. It's yeah, been but... thousands of years. Yeah, but then what if something falls on you? Like what, a stalactite? Or what is this stalagmite? Like more dirt? No, like a Which stalagmite. What if it impales you? I'm pretty sure that they've they've been there for thousands of years. I'll be fine. Yeah, things that have been for thousand around thousand years never fall fall down or have gravity finally you know take them out of their misery. Has it happened so far? What what are the odds that I will be sitting there under it when it finally decides to crack off and fall? Well, knowing you, you'd probably be the kind of guy who like gets under them with your mouth open and looks at them. <laughs> For I'm hours, to catch water off of one as it yeah. drips off from the ceiling of the you cave. You just look at it for hours. <laughs> yes, like a fucking turkey in the rain. So honestly, pretty high <laughs> chance this happens to you if you live underground. Honestly, if it happens if it happens after five minutes, sure, that was a bad idea. But if it happens after forty-five years, then okay, fine, I'm good. I I can go out that way. <laughs> yeah, if it happens after forty-five years. You have no more clothes, no more teeth. <laughs> you you smell like shit. <laughs> and you're impaled by a stalagmite. <laughs> Worth it. Baby. What a way to go. Yeah, what a great way to go. You fucking shit and piss in a fucking corner and wash your piss with your shit and put your Wait. shit in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you even talking about right I'm just, now? I'm just saying this is how you'd be in a cave. Oh, yeah, well, probably. Yeah, you'd, fucking, that, that, you'd that, lose that. your whole mind. <laughs> It'll be like that part in the, the descent where she falls into the, the pit of blood and shit. No, mm. but I'll make it all by myself. Just just me. Nobody, no other mutant degenerates living down here. Just, just Smith. Yeah, just the one mutant degenerate. 
Yep. Just crawling around, pale, no eyes, shitting and pissing wherever. No. Why do you have no eyes? <laughs> he doesn't I've need them. I've lost him. I don't need them anymore. In the darkness. Okay. <laughs> I've evolved past the need for eyes. Marcus, would you do you want to be below ground, on ground, below water, on water, or in the air? Ooh, ooh. Probably below water. That'd be really? Sweet. Yeah. That's where I want to be least, I'd say. What about sharks, Marcus? I mean, fuck them. <laughs> Punch them in the nose. Easy. So if, you could find a, if you could find a way to breathe underwater, you'd prefer to live underwater. Yeah, I'd probably go like amphibious. You know, land's pretty cool, but the ocean's pretty cool. I didn't cool. give you that option. Damn. You could choose a place. He, well, he was like underground option. only. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Smith's insane. We all know that. That's actually true. That's that's the. the Marcus, have you seen the Shape of Water? I have not seen the Shape of Water, but I've heard a lot about it. You should probably watch Shape of Water. Yeah, oh, I think Marcus would really love that movie. You'd appreciate the hell out of that film. <laughs> would I? <laughs> yes, you would love it. You would. It's a good movie. Mm. Oh yeah, it's a great film. Oh man. Uh. So yeah. Let's talk about politics for a second. Just a second. Yeah. I saw a thing today where, uh, so Uncle Joe, he's still around, you know that? Oh boy, yeah. Lady Sniffin' Joe. What's he up he to? He said that uh, he would consider picking a Republican running mate for the general election. Okay, well, that's and just... Out. <laughs> that is just the most brain-dead thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> How in the world, guys? How in the yeah. world? I mean, if you're Joe Biden, as much as I want, I mean, honestly, I mean, obviously, I don't want Joe Biden to even make it that far. But if you're Joe Biden, you know who you choose as a running mate? Barack Kamala Obama. Harris. <laughs> you are the white vice president to the black president. You should have a black vice president to your white president. It's going to be it's going to be what people are people are going to want to notice you for. Mm. And people are going to recognize and be like, oh, that looks familiar. And they're going to vote for him. <laughs> That's what he needs. <laughs> I will say though, this would work if he won the, if he won the primary. But the strategy of picking a running mate before you win the primary has never once worked in the history of presidential elections. Yeah, I've never really understood the logic there either. Like, like you're already giving up your leverage over anybody else. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a limb and say, who f- fucking cares who your running mate is at almost mm-hmm. any point in the election? Honestly, mm-hmm. these days presidents don't die for some reason. So, <laughs> what does your vice president even matter? Well, I think it does matter in the case of if it was Bernie, because oh, if Bernie well, yeah. picked anybody to the right of him, like he, if he, like people get saying, oh, Bernie should pick Elizabeth Warren, have her be his vice president. I'm like, no, because the second he does that and then he wins, the CIA will kill him immediately and they'll get Elizabeth Warren, who won't yeah. do anything to so, stop Bernie, anything. So, Bernie, if you're looking for a running mate, one of the millennials, <laughs> no one here is eligible. Why are we not eligible? What do I right, think? Why, why are we eligible? You got to be 35. You think 35 to be vice president, too? Because vice president has all the requirements of president. Oh, okay. If the president dies, you okay. could be... Wait, I thought uh, you were, like, 50. I am, unfortunately, 17 years old. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cool. Not even legal yet. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you even do a podcast? Uh, Is it legal to do a podcast? You <laughs> <laughs> can't even fulfill contracts. Like, what? It is, it is definitely not legal, but uh, we don't care about the rules here. <laughs> what it would be great if we did that we made podcast laws <laughs> you must be 18 and a half to host or well, be a guest really on a podcast 
you should say you should be at least this tall to make a podcast so we can get rid of Ben, ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Mm. Yes. Good joke. Good joke. Good joke. <laughs> Just cut him out of the game entirely. You must be at least four foot seven to make a podcast, Ben Shapiro. You can you are not eligible anymore. Yeah. Just get him out of here. Um also we should put um a podcast rule for no more ads. Get rid of those ads. I was gonna say, as much as I hate Ben Shapiro and I'll be like, if he did this as a bit it would be the funniest thing ever, but when Ben Shapiro read ads for his podcast during the Women's March, <laughs> that is like one of the funniest things of the decade, honestly. Uh, that live is hilarious. Live? You don't have to do the ads live. Everyone else does them in studio. But he decided <laughs> if, if to that, Because that's yes, what the people right. want, man. If that had been an on-purpose bit king shit, like, it would be the funniest thing that ever. That would be but... so funny. Sadly, he's just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, for a lot of reasons, but yeah. uh, other podcast laws, I think. Um, well, first of all, we got to have a Bureau of Podcasting. We've got to have like state funds for podcasting, so you get paid to podcast. Should we do this? Should we make, make podcast laws into a thing? <laughs> well, once Bernie Sanders is president, we can we can definitely get into that position. Nice. I think. Hell yeah. Speaking of Bernie Sanders, this is important. We should um, tell everyone that, what is it? The What's the name of the funding you have to receive um, and a, whatever either donate to Bernie Sanders now because yeah. you have to in like a week or something you can't donate. Oh yeah, the anymore. FEC filing FEC, yes, deadline. Yes, yes. Yeah. So what? Well, Bernie Sanders has once again been the highest raising person for the the quarter four of twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, he's actually up. Uh, I think he's up to like twenty six million, which is an insane number. Mm. Hell yeah. Wow. He's actually raised, I think, in total of 2019, 87 million dollars. Shit, which yeah. is like so. Just for comparison, Michael Bloomberg spent 30 million dollars on ads. Just shit that out, no problem. He's a billionaire. He can he can do that. But Bernie Sanders has outraised literally everyone else in the in the field. Um, some people by multiple like other people. Like you could put you know Butt Chug and Warren together, and he's outraised both of them. And uh, it's just like it's insane how he said taking like the the, De- the Democrat said that by taking no corporate money he would be like completely disarming himself against the Republicans and he's outraged every other Democrat. Hex yeah, that's what I like to hear. It just goes to show you that you don't need to fucking get corporate money. You need to have a message that people like and resonates and yeah. that you know, working people can get behind. And only Bernie Sanders has that. Yeah. Only him. And also, it straight up sucks that you have to, you know, raise millions of dollars to run for office. Yeah. It sucks that if you don't, if you can't, like, if you weren't a Bernie Sanders, like, if somebody was just as charismatic or just as, like, smart as Bernie Sanders and had the same policies and had the same vision and would have been good for the country, but it couldn't make the money, they wouldn't be able to do it. Like, we, that's the system that has to stop. Like, there should be, there, you shouldn't have to put all that in just to become a, a political candidate. Yeah. And there are some countries where they have, like, you know, funds for campaigning, a certain amount of money you get is guaranteed. You can raise money on top of that. But, I mean, these, these are also countries that have much, much tighter uh, election laws. Like, how, like, I think, the, like, in the UK, six weeks, baby. That's all you got. You got six weeks to have an election. That's oh, all. Oh, shit. Like, they call elections, and it's six weeks. Like, that's it. And then you, you have to, you, and there's only a certain amount of you can spend on ads, and the news is actually required to give equal time to every uh, platform that's wow. out there. Uh, like, required by law. And so, that's why you see, like, the coverage shift a little bit around their elections. But yeah, man, wouldn't it be so great if we just had six weeks 
Not four <laughs> fucking years. <laughs> God. Wow. That, that would be great. Yeah, and then also today, um, Bernie Sanders and a bunch of people who are, um, you know, burnt in, in his, what do you call it, in his camp or whatever, were like, oh, let's try and get um, hashtag President Sanders um, trending today. This was like earlier this morning, and to, and now at this point, it's the number one trending thing on Twitter. Oh, did you hear about what happened with that, though? No. They were saying on the internet that the Russians did it. Oh, oh my god, of course. Because President Sanders sort of started trending in the middle of the night, like at 3 a.m., and they were like, guess who's awake right now? That's right, the Russians. Yeah, <laughs> the Russians who also helped elect Donald Trump now want to help elect Bernie Sanders? Yeah, balance, man. They're all about balance. I'm like, do you think that that Moscow, if they're as smart as you think they are, they would not, you know, have a night crew to do this with? While they, you know, expose it like that. Also, here's the thing. People often say that Bernie Sanders would be the best president for Russia because he is an anti-imperialist and would step down our, you know, international military operations and that would let Russia, I don't know, fill that power vacuum who gives a fuck? Let them have it. Yeah. It's, it's gotten us nothing but grief for years. Like, fuck off. Also, you know who else is up at 3 a.m.? People who work night shift at shit jobs who are more likely to be voting for Bernie Sanders in the first place. That's true. So, yeah. Insane. I, that's, that's so funny. The Sanders campaign did say, actually, that not all of their supporters go to bed at 9 p.m., which I thought was pretty funny. Wow. Because that's uh, like the old people time to go to sleep is 9 p.m. So it was nice to see them at least say something about how that, you know, their campaign is mostly youth support. Okay, so I just found out something very interesting. Okay. Um, our podcast is called The Illennials. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I just found that out. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Great. Um, After all this time. Apparently when people are rooting for um, Illinois State College for basketball, the, they abbreviate it to Illini. Mm-hmm. So right now, the number eight trending thing on Twitter is hashtag Eleni. And when I first saw it, I was like, Elenials? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> oh, man. Damn, we made it, boys. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> when I was researching this podcast before we made it, um, we were trying to find names. Uh, I know you were the one that says Elenials, right? And I yeah. looked it up. There's a band called Elenium. And their fans call themselves Illennials. Well, guess what? Illennium, <laughs> all your fans are now our fans. How does that feel? <laughs> Actually, all your fans are on our podcast. Welcome yeah. to the three people who like the band Illennium. Um, Illennium, right here. come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, do a live show. Hell yeah. Do you remember my suggestion for podcast name, Seth? Um, Red State Blues? The other one. No. Command economy. Oh, command. command like C U M. C U M, of course. <laughs> um, and we didn't choose it because it was actually too good. We were like, <laughs> we don't want to become too popular too fast. So. <laughs> they might think the Russians are behind us. Yeah, let's go with something that no one can pronounce or care about. Millennials. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we 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 really and, we, and hey, it worked. It did. We did. It we did. did not get very popular, and it was not very fast. <laughs> so works out. We we're slowly climbing the charts in Argentina. We're coming up, baby. Don't worry. Oh yeah, those Argentinian youth camps are still <laughs> <laughs> blasting There's us on the speakers. Orphans. 
Oh yeah, it's like this, it's like Metal Gear Solid Five up in there, just like people laying in cots, the lanyards yeah. playing over their heads. Oh, we got we got to do a live stream for Argentina. Uh, and they're all like, "It's time to get moist." <laughs> <laughs> That's what people say before they listen to the podcast. But right before Marcus goes up, they all pause, say that, and go back. They're, they're all wearing, like, fucking robes and hoods, and they pray to Marcus. Oh, oh, they're moist. They're moist mountain, yes. Mm. He's their god. Mm. <laughs> Marcus has to register as a religion after a while. Oh, yeah. dude, I was planning on doing that anyway, but, you know, this is great. This is great. You're planning on doing that anyway? I you're, you're worried about the wrong thing, Seth. Continue, continue. <laughs> I think I'm worried about the right thing. Nah. Can you imagine Marcus as, like, the like the figurehead of a church? Just think about that for a second. The church of, like, sleeping and eating. Yeah. Dude, oh, my God. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a barn filled with beanbags and guys just laying around, yep. shirtless. Yeah, and then after a month, Marcus stopped showing up. <laughs> <laughs> There's just Subway sandwiches and empty cookie containers. Yeah. Hey, hey, there's, hey, I've upgraded to Firehouse subs because those wow. things are fucking delicious. Big My spender. Bad. I love Firehouse oh, subs. Right. But yeah. But hold on, Marcus. Now that you're leading a cult, you have to get to think about the bottom line. So those $5 footlongs looking pretty good now. They don't make $5 footlongs anymore. What? Are you serious? Yep. No, don't have five. What happened? Uh, you, you try to sleep in, man. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrible, man. See, this is why capitalism sucks. Yeah. You can't have anything nice. With the $5 foot long. Yeah, it's it's tough. And I also think that um, um, at, at the Marcus Cult, they would only ever drink uh, soda that has been open for mm-hmm. a month. Yeah, listen, <laughs> so man, that would gotta, be their favorite drink. You gotta reduce all that, all that carbon stuff man Just, yeah you gotta get all that out of there <laughs> we're lowering yeah. our carbon footprint all right <laughs> what the fire releasing carbon yes actively increasing yeah. your carbon no, no. footprint no, marcus thinks that a carbon footprint is whenever you ingest carbon and then your footprint will have more of it yeah yes yeah. so. it makes so much sense come on guys Marcus was the Marcus. Oh my God! What are you talking about? We we all went to the same college here. Come on, man. this is great. Yes, you think exactly, <laughs> exactly. At least it's not as bad as as Seth's coworker who thought that global warming was fake because they put the thermometers next to fire stations. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. What? This, Seth? Yes, I remember that. Your coworker who thought that apparently they arrest the fire and take it back to the fire station, yeah. where it just stays burning forever. It's all I can. It's like what? How else does that logic make sense? Yeah, that was my that that was um. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things where you just can't. It's like I saw this this um tweet or this conversation or whatever today where somebody was like, you know, a couple of years back. This this guy was on Facebook and he said, you know, if you present someone with facts, they'll change their mind. And then the person, mm-hmm. and then somebody came back and they were like, oh, the, that actually that's been disproven by science. Like here, and they linked two articles about how it was untrue. And then he said, I just don't think that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how people are. Sometimes you just can't really, you just can't really understand the fire, the fire station thing. 
Well, yeah, that's going to go down. As... I had already forgotten about that. I'm so glad you reminded me. That was so fucking funny. Do you ever, like, sometimes I go on Twitter, I'll look for weird shit, and I'll go to, like, Flat Earth Twitter and look around, and I saw one where some guy was in an argument with a Flat Earther. He was like, okay, look, here's a literal picture from an airplane very high up in the sky where you can see the physical curvature of the Earth, and this Flat Earther comes back with this incredibly elaborate JPEG mm. that is like... Here's a picture of, of, of a flat plane. Here's a picture of a curvature of the Earth. Now, here's a picture of your eyeball. And you see, because your, your eyeball is curved, it takes flat things and makes them curved because light passes through this. And I was like, holy shit, there's fucking madness involved. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you know, if you go to Flat Earth Twitter and look around, you see everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I got to tweet that real quick. <laughs> I, I, I will forget it if I yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's got a live tweet oh. happening right now where <laughs> Seth has to reveal his genius to the world. Yes, everyone go like that tweet. What's what's your Twitter? <laughs> it's now at Noah Babadook. Um That's not fun. that's not what it is. That's no, no, your, no. That's your... no, that's my at name now. I just changed it. Oh you changed it? Yeah, really? I'm now at Noah Babadook. A joke that yeah, only that. the two of us get. Maybe five people will understand. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, that's that's what it's like. What were we talking about? Um, Damn. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Who even remembers Bernie Sanders? He's great. Vote for him. He's not a flat earther. Mm-hmm. I don't think. If he was, I wouldn't actually care. Uh, I'd care a little, but you know, <laughs> be mildly well, concerned. Yeah, yeah, I'd be a little concerned because you know we need to we need people who are more science forward as president because we got a president now who thinks you could nuke a hurricane. Mm. I mean, you can, only, but only bad things would happen. I mean, what, what, I mean, here's the thing though: should we try to see what happens? No, <laughs> just just hold on, hold on. What's the worst thing that could happen? Of um, spreading fucking nuclear material around the fucking world. Say it again. <laughs> Take one more run of that word, Marcus. Nuclear. Nuclear. Um, nuclear. Nuclear. I know when that happened, when he like said that whole thing about nuking the hurricane. The fa- my favorite thing I heard was that like, people, you know, he has these people who like like Huckabee Sanders, Sarah, whatever her name is. And all the people who like have to cover up for what he says. One of my favorite ones was like, no, they're just saying that he has the tenacity that if it would work, he would nuke a. a he's, <laughs> he's saying he's gonna nuke it with everything we have and like science. And I'm like, you. I mean, can you honestly imagine that being your everyday life? You have to wake up in the morning and try to explain stuff that the president says so he doesn't sound like a fucking moron. <laughs> Nuking a hurricane has the same level of logical thought put into it as Superman flying around the Earth fast enough with reverse time. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's as logical as the fire station and global warming theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as logical as it is. So yeah, it's like we we live in uh, uh, interesting times. Some would say hell. Yeah. There's still something amusing in it for now. For now, it'll probably get less amusing as time goes on. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, donate to Bernie so Sanders if you have definitely. if you have the funds and you have the time. Um, yeah, just give him five ten dollars. That's all he. That's all he really asked for, and uh, it's helped him out a lot. Small donations are what have made his entire campaign. Toss that old man some cash. <clears throat> um. Also, I was going to tell you all real quick. So I have been uh, going back and replaying um, the MMO uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Really? Uh, yeah, 
because I feel like it's probably on its way out, and I wanted to go and see the stories I never did, because it's, it's actually, the stories are pretty good. I mean, like, the MO part, not so great. The stories part, fantastic. I like most of the stories in the game. Um, and I was playing uh, a while back, and I was on, like, the first little planet where you can play as, like, a Jedi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a quest you can go do where you find this, like, ancient machine that the Force users from, like, past civilization left behind. And it's like, listen, man, I'm dying. And I have all these records of our leaders. And I have two records like, that I, I have. I can only preserve one. One of them is about this guy who was super rad, a warrior poet who, like, fought and won wars and he drank a lot of wine and fucked a lot of women. And the other guy was a nerd who sat in a cave and thought about stuff a lot. Now, which one of these do you want to preserve? <laughs> and if you preserve the one about the cool guy, that's a dark side act. Wow. Wow. If you preserve the one the nerd, that's a light side act. And it was like, man, the the morality of this game is just incredibly flat. Just yeah, I've always preferred the dark side of the force in Star True. Wars. Dark side um, is much cooler. Yeah, because I think that any time, any time in fiction when it's like, oh, you you are the noble ones, but the one thing you can't do is fall in love and bone. Then something fucking bad happens every goddamn time. So how about you just be on the side that lets you bone and be in love and use your emotions? And, you know, sometimes they blow up a planet. I mean, hey, it's <laughs> it's a little, it's it's better. It's honestly Balance. better. Balance. Balance is all about the force, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I was watching the uh, the Witcher show. Yeah. Um, y'all watching that? Are you watching it? Hell yeah, I'm watching I've seen it. the first episode. I finished it. It's really good. I, I'm, I'm seriously, it's a really good show. Wow, you are you are not on the side of the critics. I'll say that much. Really? I mean, I'm interested in it, but yeah, it has gotten some terrible reviews. Well, they're dumb. Who's, who's right. reviewing yeah, it? Like what? Uh, people who isn't like it, you know work at publications where their job is to review television shows. Mm, oh yeah, so yeah, isn't it weird how like right. in my opinion, two of the two like two really good shows um, are The Witcher and The Mandalorian. Are both about mercenaries who end up becoming dads by accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm so yeah, I'm watching the show, right? And in that show, it's like, oh, you want to be a fucking witch? We have to cut out your fucking uterus uh, because you can't have babies for whatever reason. And it's like, there's no provision against having sex and love and all that. And witchers also are sterile. We can't have babies. And yeah. it's like a pretty common trope in fiction of like hey if you want to be like a hero or a good guy or something you got to give up this like basic part of your biology um and it seems weird like you said seth it seems weird it seems like it's a, it's a strange sacrifice to make yeah and it's something that is i mean and i mean obviously the reason they make it that way in fiction is that you know one day there's gonna be a character who breaks the rules and they're gonna become the most interesting guy in the world because they had sex <laughs> and sex is interesting so, Anakin Skywalker, yes. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it's it's just I don't know. It's like you know maybe this shouldn't happen. Maybe I would I would like to see a new like you know a breaking of that trope a little bit more often of just like oh because you're the good guys you have all these rules and I don't know I just think I think it's weird it never works out. Um, that's why the dark side's better. It's really weird though, like in the Mandalorian, like so he can't take off the helmet, right? That's his big thing. He yeah. can't or he won't. The helmet has to stay on. Yes. If the helmet comes off in front of somebody, like if you take it off in front of someone, a living being, they basically, yeah, a living being, they basically defeated you, <laughs> and that means you're no longer a Mandalorian. You, yeah. you can fuck off out of here. Oh wow. 
And so that's you're his a man don't Lorian. Which is that's a that's a pretty light uh, penalty, I think. But it, and there's no provision against boning. So I'm just thinking the helmet stays on, huh? <laughs> yeah, the helmet stays on. It stays on. Yeah, <laughs> like Judge fucking Dredd or some shit. You think he has a little helmet for his other head? <laughs> Judge Dredd or the Mandalorian? Both. <laughs> Definitely for both. Yes. They use it as like a they use it as like a reusable metal condom. Oh my god. It just it just sits there and protects the other head. Exactly. So you think Judge Dredd fucks? Oh, I think absolutely. He fucks a lot. Yes. yes. Really? I think he fucks just... men, women. I mean, group <laughs> criminals. Sex. I think he's a. I think he's a Thomas Middleditch type. Honestly, I think he's just I'm... sucking and fucking his way up down up and down the Sunset Strip. I'm glad I mean, you talked so far. You said children, so obviously after men and women. No, no, no. I, 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 before I said that, I knew I wasn't going to say children. Okay, uh, I promise. Maybe animals. You. That could have been another. Animals, been another way yeah. to go. Eighteen-year-old animals. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, so it's like um, yeah, this it's this weird provision in, in in like heroic codes about how you can't get attached or have families or whatever. Always seems to be like a. Uh, like a liberal thing, right? Like, you could you could you could be strong, but you got to give up something too. You got to like cut yourself off from an entire half of the human experience, and that's just dumb. Like that's, and I think that the fiction we're talking about, like Star Wars, the prequels, definitely show you that that was not a good idea. Yeah. That I don't know if I would say it's liberal or conservative. I would say that it's very capitalist. Mm, um, interesting. I think it's I think it's something that. Um, all people, like liberals and conservatives, might kind of have that mindset about one thing or another, um, and I think that it's all under capitalism. That's kind of something you know. The capitalism is all about. Oh, if you want to be, if you're going to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, if you're going to be best, you got to sacrifice eighty hours of your week. You got to, you know, you can't have, you can't have friends and time to hang out and hobbies and stuff. You have to like, give, you have to be on your job all the time. And it's like it's it's just another it's just another idea that that um capitalism reinforces is that you know if you give up something that's you know very important to i mean not only you know maintaining your own life but maintaining human life um and you know be, being happy you know for some people then um you get what's you get what you want in life and it's you know a very dangerous notion that comes with capitalism so what you're saying Seth, is that our version of jedi are those guys who get up and are like yep time to rise and grind baby yeah, basically. Time to have my three jobs. Yeah, the guys who every day get up and tweet, gotta get that bread. But, are, like, but are happy about it. I'm not yeah. saying you work three jobs that you're uh, an idiot or whatever, but if you are happy about it, yeah, they're like, they, they work as like, uh, like a business analyst, and they're also an Uber driver and do Postmates during the night. Yes. And it's like, every day it's like, gotta get that bread. And it's like, yeah, at what cost, my guy? You just slept for three hours. <laughs> That hurts me personally, being a baker, uh, getting that bread. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, quite literally. I think we've said this on the podcast before, that you literally get bread. I do. Yeah. And it's, you, it's, you make bread all day. It's not fucking worth it. Yeah. <laughs> How's the bread recently? Man, bread is bullshit. <laughs> you make, stand on that. You Please, make one, speak on that. <laughs> you make one giant fucking batch of dough, right? And then you shape it different ways, and you call it different types of bread for whatever fucking reason. And I'm just like, <sighs> how many types of bread? Tell I us. Don't, I don't. There's too many bagels. There's, yes, croissants. But there's there's also uh, fucking 
Jerusalem bagels. Now, what is that? It's like they've got sesame seeds on them and and freaking, I don't know. I think it's vegan or, or kosher or something. So it's not an everything bagel. No, it's, it's not its own thing. Bagel. Okay. It's its, it's its own thing. Now I have a question for you, Marcus. Yes. Uh-huh. Marcus, what's your opinion on Jerusalem? Where do <laughs> sesame seeds come from? <laughs> I have no opinion on Jerusalem. What, what produces a sesame seed? Um, shit. I've never figured this out. Is there like a sesame plant? I mean, there has to be, right? Is that I mean, all we get off of it? Is the seed? Why do we eat the fucking seeds? I don't actually know where it comes from. I mean, it's really weird. Damn, that is a good question. <laughs> and also, how does this relate to open sesame? <laughs> oh, maybe when you open sunflower seeds, there's a little sesame in there. Also, sesame straight. <laughs> okay, Guys, this goes all the way to the top. I looked oh, up man. where the sesame seeds come from, and then Google, in very big letters, just says Africa. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, just sesame, like many things. Sesame seeds, despite their tiny size, are valuable ca- valuable cash crop. They come from the sesamum indicum plant, which is native mm-hmm. to Africa, but is now mostly found out found through Asia, with Myanmar and India being the largest producers. Damn. And the plant does look very interesting. It, it looks like a plant that has a bunch of fucking sesame seeds on it. So I wonder why we <laughs> why do we eat the seeds though? Is the weird thing. There's no there's no there's no flour. I guess there's gotta be. Flour I mean, honestly, there. I'll say this: like when I go to a bagel place to get a bagel, I either get an everything bagel or a sesame bagel. And I'll tell you this: I don't know why sesame seeds <laughs> honestly don't add anything. No, they don't. They are the nothing food. They are. I mean. If, if they were a little bigger, I guess they'd add some, like, crunch to something, or maybe just, like, a tiny bit of, like, texture. But honestly, they just, I guess they just kind of look good on bread, to be completely honest. Like, they don't do any, you've never had a sesame seed and been like, that's what I wanted. You know? <laughs> that hit the spot. <laughs> that I wanted, well, all I want right now is one plain sesame seed. <laughs> Please. No, no don't put sauce on it. <laughs> Wikipedia says here with a rich nutty flavor. Mm. I always love the, the use of nutty flavor. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> because it either could be to us read as like, oh, it's a crazy flavor, or tastes like nut. Yeah. And it's funny because like when you say nutty, normally you mean something silly, but in food terms, it actually is a very like, a serious. Like, oh, it's a nutty mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Smoky, and, earthy, nutty. Mm. Yeah, fruit forward. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Wait, what? What did you just say? You know, like people, people like talk about wine. One of the things they smell it like, oh, this is very fruit forward. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? How would it not be fruit forward? It's made out of fucking fruit. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you expect to smell? Meat? Wow. You just, you got so I mad mean, that an engine took off behind you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of my rage. Yeah. <laughs> Fruit forward. I think I'm 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 so angry right now. I mean, if, if all right, so if there are fruit forward wines, are there fruit backwards wines? Exactly. Fruit forward the, wines the are fruity. They're they. Oh, here's a great sentence. They are fruit forward wines are fruity and jam packed with primary fruit flavors that <laughs> prevail over anything else in the wine. So basically, Whoa. if you taste the wine and you only taste fruit, is fruit forward. But I guess there's other stuff in wine that none of us know about. So I'm yeah. I'm shaking with, with anger right now. Yeah, I got what no else clue. is in wine? I got no clue, my guy. I mean, fruit and alcohol. The alcohol, mm. the fruit makes the alcohol. So 
No, no, yeah, no. We, should, we should make wine and just <laughs> say random shit about it. Yeah, the Illenials Vineyards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll, make, we'll make the first fruit backward uh, wine. Yeah. yeah. Our, our, our wine wants to taste like salt and vinegar and, <laughs> you know, honestly, a little bit of dirt. I yeah, mean, yeah. it'll get you drunk. Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a also, it's also a solid. <laughs> you can't, like, get it out of the bottle. Fucking bread wine. Hell yeah. <laughs> you have to eat it with a eat spoon. Eat your wine. <laughs> I want to go grab some uh, fucking, what do you call those guys, vineyard men, and like scream at them, what are you hiding? What's in the wine? What's it's not fruit. What's in the wine? I always heard that like, oh, we store our fucking, I don't know, whiskey in oak barrels, and it gives, you, gives it an oaky taste. Why are you eating oak? It's wood. <laughs> don't put it in your fucking mouth. Yeah. You can't digest it. Are there pine barrels? Because I feel like that'd give you the most aroma. Just like, mm. But pine tastes bad, though. I mean, so? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marcus, of course. So, the response, the, the American response to everything. I'm so. just saying, yeah, whis- whatever. whiskey isn't like the top of my list for things that taste good. People still drink it. Like, that old well, crow shit we had, that look, was disgusting. Crow, I drank a giant teacup of it. Old Crow serves a purpose, right? Because it is super cheap and it'll get you fucking blasted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why stuff like, I don't know, this is going to sound ghetto, I guess, but like uh, Gr- Crown Royal exists. And everyone's like, oh, it's so good. No, it tastes like piss. Like it all does. There's <laughs> no difference. Um, yeah, I guess. If that's the way, if, hey, I'll say this. I'm not one of those guys that sees it. I mean, I know the difference between like beers and stuff, honestly, but like. I'm not a liquor guy. I don't know the difference. I guess if you are, maybe you do. I'm sure there's somebody who would watch Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, and The Rise of Skywalker and not know which one's which. I mean, I'm just saying. It's it's hard for <laughs> us to imagine, but I guess there is somebody like that. That's true. Okay, so, you're right. So if I am not thinking of all perspectives here. Yes, exactly. So I don't, I don't know. I've never really been into it. I mean, I don't know why Instagram thinks I'm into it. I get ads for this, like what is it a sub- whiskey subscription box which is what everything is now you just put a word and say subscription box after it and it's a whole company there's like a thousand of them and it's like oh yeah you get whiskeys from all over the world it's like a adventurer's whiskey club and i'm like i don't want this <laughs> i don't know anyone who does either but i really hope they're happy with it it's a very niche service yeah it's like i don't know Pe- people hey everyone's got their own shit like, knowing the difference between alcohols is a skill that has eluded me. Like, knowing the difference between cars. I have no clue what kind of car it is at a distance. They're like, oh, it's a late model Honda. How do you know that? <laughs> Can't you hear it? Hear that engine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see that right there? Yeah. That's well, a I can look at the body 1987 shape. Chevelle. <laughs> and I'm like, it all looks the same. That's a white car right there. And that's a red car. The right owner's there. name like, is Jeffrey. <laughs> he has two daughters and a wife that doesn't love him. <laughs> and he did not kill himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's actually just a police investigator who's at the scene of the crime. <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys hear that Kevin Spacey killed another person? Yeah, Kevin Spacey Whoa. keeps killing people. This guy was, like, married to a fucking princess or some shit. And, like, he's a, he accused Kevin Spacey and just happened to kill himself. You know, like like you do. Damn. He regretted it that much. Jeez. Like, Kevin Spacey has, has killed t- three people now, I believe. Yeah. Allegedly. You know what would be crazy? If we made a movie about this, starring Kevin Spacey. 
no, we st- we get um we get Kevin Bacon to play Kevin Spacey. Oh, <laughs> the role of a lifetime. And then one one host of this podcast will not know that it's Kevin Bacon the entire time, and we'll mm. make a bunch of jokes about how it's Kevin Bacon. Look. That was one time. It was one time. <laughs> I thought it was Kevin Bacon in First Class. All right, listeners, I'll explain. I saw the movie X Men First Class, and the oh villain Lord. of the film looked like Kevin Spacey. Oh. Or sorry, not Kevin Spacey. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and so I kept yelling jokes about Kevin Bacon at the screen during the movie. Now this is okay because it was just three people. It was me and two of my friends in the theater. Oh. And I kept saying, like, yeah, whatever, Kevin Spacey. Because he speaks German at the beginning. And I thought to myself, mm. there is no way you could get German to come out of the mouth of, of Kevin Bacon. It's not going to happen. It's <laughs> beyond his skill as, as an actor and a human being. Wow, you really underestimated Kevin Bacon's skill. And then, at the end of the fucking movie, it's Kevin Bacon, actually, in the credits. It says <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and I look like a big fucking moron. But in my defense, can you picture the guy who was in Tremors speaking German? Seriously. Um, no, because that wouldn't make sense in that movie. <laughs> what are I'm you saying, talking about? I thought Kevin, Kevin Bacon had a certain type. Yeah, isn't it crazy of, of that this do? actor did one thing in one movie and another in a different <laughs> movie? Look, Who does he think what? he is? Look, Larry the Cable guy has been in like seven movies and he plays the exact same character every time. Sure, if all actors were Larry the Cable guy. I'm saying that some are. Some actors are like Denzel Washington or Kevin Bacon. Apparently so, I didn't know. (laughs) It blew my fucking mind. (sighs) We think Denzel's not the best actor ever. Do we think that? I kind of think that. It's like him or Tom Hanks, right? Like, yeah, or like Tom Cruise, somebody up there. Like, I don't know. I think Denzel's incredible. Denzel Washington is incredible. Yes. More movies. Was he in something recently? No, not really. He's, he's kind of been quiet. He's a pay, I mean, remember, he's in talks to play uh, Magneto. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, which, I mean, that would be incredible. And that would be exactly oh, yeah. what we want. Man, I'm telling you guys. Um fucking get denzel in more movies yeah. oh yeah he's gonna be in Macbeth. playing who Macbeth. <laughs> yeah but who is he playing he's playing Macbeth, and his wife and his lady Macbeth is francis mcdormand i couldn't hear you what'd you say his his wife lady Macbeth, is francis mcdormand oh shit mm. yeah they're going all out exactly and his fuck and fucking brendan gleason's in it as well so i mean it just seems kind of cool and it's directed by just Joel Cohen, not Ethan. Really, just Joel. Interesting. So I've always pictured Macbeth as being like a younger guy. Is he not? What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that Denzel Washington doesn't look seventeen years old? I think that Denzel Washington has, has reached a point in his career where he is now the distinguished older man. Mm. Mm. I like how gracefully you said that. Now, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try and put any kind of labels or constraints on Denzel Washington like you are and putting him in a box. I'm not doing really? any of that. Really? Um, but, but then so, you think about it though, and like he, he was in that movie John Q like 20 years ago. He was. And he was he was angry dad. He was like dad character at that point. He, yeah. You can picture that man as being a dad. Do you think that now Denzel Washington him, might have gone from dad to daddy? Let's talk about it. I'm sorry, from dad to what? Daddy. <laughs> dad to, absolutely. Yes. I mean, he was always daddy. This is the rest of the podcast. <laughs> 
title of the episode, Ben Dizabosh the Dad or Daddy? Please. <laughs> Please let that be the name. He prefers the Poppy. Mm. Oh, Did no. Dizzle Washington ever play the president before Obama was president? I don't think so. I know the guy from the Allstate commercials definitely played the president in like three different movies. I don't yeah. know. He, I think those are only TV movies. I don't know <laughs> if he was ever in any real movies. Wasn't he the president in Deep Impact? Who? The, the guy from the Allstate commercials. Was he? They had a black president, I'm pretty sure. Hold yeah. on. Let me see here. Um, I mean... Vamp, vamp. Denzel Washington was the candidate and the Manchurian candidate. So <laughs> that's true. That's like being president. Kind of, sort um, of. He was a football coach in Real the Titans. That's the president of a football team. No. So, no one remembers that. president of a football um, oh, I was close. Morgan Freeman was a president. Yeah, Impact. I was pretty sure it was Morgan Freeman. I know they had a black president. Morgan Freeman has played black president several times. Because of oh, these yeah. Has Fallen movies, that's three more right there. And even better, Morgan Freeman has been God. Mm. That's true. Yep. And might actually be. We don't know. <laughs> true. Um, was he the president in the Pelican Brief? It's possible. He was like 20 years old. <laughs> I know that John Favreau was in Deep Impact. Oh, what? I'm just covering a lot right now. Sorry, everyone. This, <laughs> we're getting off track. This is a podcast where we now just look at IMDb and find out. Po- politics? <laughs> I think we do so. politics, right? I mean, occasionally. Sometimes Maybe. we start with politics. Um, we should probably just end it. Yeah, guys. I think we're out of gas on this one. We're out of gas on this one. Yeah. So, we had that really good uh, flat earther segment. And ever since then, <laughs> it's been, it's, I, I would say downhill, but I guess there aren't any hills. Nope, we, mm. Hey, like the earth is flat. I know, flat earth. There's no hills. Anyways, uh, this has been the Illegalist Podcast. Uh, last one of the year, last one of the decade, ringing it out. Um, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Uh, I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Noah Babaduck and on Letterboxd <laughs> at K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. How, how do you pronounce that? Which one? The the K one. Canazarus. Okay, Canazarus. And you can find me, Marcus, on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Let's see here. Marcus? Um, oh, I right. also do the art for this podcast. Okay. Um, our theme song uh, was done by Ben Powell. He has been a guest on the show before, especially our movie review episodes. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they're both from the South and they talk about wrestling. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. Um, we have... Nope. I'm uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you can lead a horse water, but you can't get under it. Fuck Tom Brady, Kevin Durant, and the movie First Reformed. Toss a coin to your witcher. Hey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forego my usual sign-off to say uh, something I wanted to do in an episode, but I forgot, which is uh, rest in peace to Sid Mead, the futurist yeah. uh, artist that pretty much defined cyberpunk and science fiction visual language for an entire century. Um, so, yeah. All right. Shout and out to him. From New Orleans to New York. That's been the Limitless Podcast, baby. We're out. We're out. Peace. Out. Ha, ha, ha.